Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Adam Talks, a podcast that takes an alternative look at retirement. This is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of IRA Financial. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Adam Talks. I'm Adam Bergman, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. And on today's episode, the rise of inflation and the impact on your assets and your retirement accounts. Well, if you've been a listener of my podcast for the last year or so, you've probably heard me talk about the rise of inflation whether it's from the CARES Act or the other stimulus bills that is passed through Congress, we, all of us, have experienced increase in asset prices and asset valuations, whether it's from real estate you own or other assets you own, like stocks or cryptos. We all are aware of the amount of cash that is increased in circulation in the economy. And now I believe we have real facts to prove that inflation's here and facts that actually proves that the government is aware that is inflation is here. And this podcast will talk about some of those and also talk about some of the things we can do to shield our assets and protect them from the rise of inflation and a devaluation of our currency. So here's some interesting facts. And I'll start this off, as we all know, this is from the Labor Department. Prices from groceries, gasoline, heating fuels, along with uh, new vehicles, rent and furniture, all went up in September. Not a shocker, right? If you go to your grocery store, you see ads for new cars, you fill up your car at the gas station. It's not difficult to see that prices are going up. And how about this? In September, some 46% of small businesses said they planned to raise prices in the next three months. And that's according to the National Federation of Independent Business, a trade association. This is the most since monthly records began in 1986. Rent, which is a key category because it makes up nearly one-third of the consumer price index, the CPI, and it tends to influence inflation's future path. Well, guess what? Tenants' rent jumped 0.5% in September. And this is from August. This is the sharpest monthly rise since 2001. Now, so-called owner's equivalent rent, which estimates what homeowners would pay each month to rent their own home, that rose 0.4%, the most since 2006. Now, we all know month over month, or year over year, I should say, real estate appreciate over 30%. Now, if you want further proof that the government is aware of the real threat of inflation, here it is. The Social Security Administration, they said last week that because of, guess what, higher inflation, that would trigger a 5.9 increase for Social Security benefits. And those are the benefits that seniors and other Americans would receive. This is the largest increase in nearly 40 years. I'm going to say that again. 5.9 increase for Social Security benefits, which is great for seniors or other people that count on these benefits. But why are they raising it almost 6%? Because they understand that we're dealing with inflation. Higher prices for groceries, gasoline, heating, furniture, rent, cars, 
all that is creating a situation where our economy is overfueled with cash. And I'll get to a very interesting statistic. You know what? Let me just say it right now. Um, this is crazy. 40% of US dollars in existence, they were printed in the last 12 months. 40% of US dollars in existence were printed in the last 12 months. Why? We all know COVID, right? We had the CARES Act, we had other stimulus bills, which pumped in close to $4 trillion in our economy. So government is aware of this. They understand that senior citizens need more money to pay for groceries and rent and gas. And they've increased or are proposing to increase social security benefits by 5.9%, the largest increase in nearly 40 years. And on top of that, the last week, the Labor Department said employers increased wages in September by 4.6% compared to with a year ago. That is a large pickup from previous months. Now, what about the CPI index, the Consumer Price Index? We are basically where we were when the economy picked up steam back in last June and July. So our trajectory is remaining high. Our path forward is high. Our direction is still pointing upwards and the direction of inflation is lining upwards and there is no slowdown in sight. Okay. And, and we see that from the 46% of small businesses planning to raise rates. Okay. So this is something we're going to have to deal with. This is something that will probably require the Fed to raise interest rates probably quicker than they want. Um, we're dealing with high demand right, from consumers like you and me that have more money. We're also dealing with bottlenecks in supply chain. We're also dealing with lack of labor to satisfy the need for more labor, especially in the hospitality and service industry. So people are making more money. People have more money. 40% of all dollars in circulation basically have been printed in the last 12 months. We have a future at least two to three trillion dollar infrastructure slash reconciliation bill that's going to pump more money into the economy through infrastructure and other social spending programs. So this is just the beginning. We're still in a direction of more higher surplus of cash that's going to be pumped into the economy. And that cash is going to flow and it's going to move inflation even higher. So what can we do? Right. And Honestly, what I've done, I've started buying real estate. I've bought more real estate in the last two years than, than I've bought ever. And that includes retirement accounts and personal assets. I moved a lot of money out of stocks, ETFs, mutual funds into real estate. Um, and I've bought um, apartments, things that I can rent out and get good cash flow and short term real estate rental um, opportunities where I can raise rent. Right. I have a tenant in one of my places, year to year lease. High inflation, I'll raise rent. Okay, so that's given me flexibility. Feel a lot better about my portfolio makeup. Uh, I used to have a lot of money in crypto stocks and now I have less. I still have a lot in cryptos, but from a, we don't have a lot of historical data on cryptos, right? Bitcoin was created just 10 years ago. So we're not sure how it's going to react against inflation. So I'm not confident in putting all my money in Bitcoin to hedge against inflation feel much safer putting my money in real estate. Now, coupled with the fact that money's cheap, you know, for example, I spoke to a client of mine who was able to get a $1.8 million mortgage 
uh, and this was a personal mortgage he, he was telling me about um, for an asset he, he was buying, the monthly payments on that mortgage is under 4,000 bucks, right? It's a joke, right? The money is literally free. Now it's obviously not as easy to get a loan in your IRA because it has to be a non-recourse loan. You can't personally guarantee a loan, which will essentially mean you're gonna be paying a bit more money in your monthly payments on top of the fact that it may trigger unrelated business income tax if it's in an IRA, not so if it's in a solo 401k. So real estate to me is still the primary asset that you all should be looking to invest in with personal or retirement assets in this age of rising inflation. It's, there's no question. Don't trust me, just trust the government. They basically just said last week that, hey, we have to raise social security benefits for our seniors by 6%, 5.9%, the largest increase in 40 years because of inflation, right? I didn't make it up. So that's kind of what drove me to do this podcast. When I saw that increase in social security, I was blown away. And I essentially was feeling a little bit better about my real estate allocations over the last two years because now it's confirmed by the government saying, you're right, Adam, there is inflation. I'm not stupid anytime I rock into the supermarket or go pump gas in my car or want to rent a car or need to take a hotel room. I am paying more than I ever thought I would. Uh, it's you know shocking. I, I needed to rent a car for one night. They wanted 300 and something dollars, right? I used to be able to rent the same car for 50 bucks. Um, and that goes with, with hotels in certain areas. That goes for groceries. And that goes for businesses raising money, raising their fees. Uh, I spoke to a contractor friend of mine who basically said, we're basically just quoting people 40, 50% more than we did a year ago. I have a friend that's on um, uh, a board for a charity. They're looking to uh, build a new building. They were quoted before COVID at $10 million, which would be the cost of the building. Now that same contractor, because they're ready to get started, wants 16 million. Okay, so this is happening. We all need to wake up. And what we can do is allocate more money to real estate, precious metals like gold, even though I'm not a big precious metal fan, I have some, but I just like, I'd rather real estate because of the cash flow. The fact that you can generate cash flow, have an appreciated asset and a hard asset, that gives me more comfort than just holding gold or silver, um, which doesn't generate any uh, net income. Cryptos, again, I'm a big, big supporter of cryptos. I believe in the technology. I believe it. Um, will be a future store of value and ultimately used by uh, not just individuals, but uh, entities, uh, including sovereign nations, as a hedge uh, on inflation and, and a store of value for their currency, just like gold. But again, I'm still not confident and not sure because there's no historical data as to what it will do and how it will perform in a time of inflation. We haven't really been in a time of inflation in many years, right? People thought after uh, the dot-com boom or right during the dot-com boom in the late 90s, we were gonna be in a period of high inflation. It just never materialized because of the bust. Um, we saw that in the mid-2000s and then the real estate bust happened. So we've always been offset these big booms by, by bust, which just stabilized, stabilized the rise of inflation. Um, I'm not sure that's going to happen now, especially from real estate. You have cheap money. And until interest rates go up, 
real estate will continue to rise in value because of the fact that money is so cheap. Now, especially if you have a retirement account and you're able to buy something in cash, you're going to be able to um, have more buying power than you would otherwise because a lot of sellers, especially in residential property, transactions want cash. They, they Because some of the valuations are so high, getting a mortgage just sometimes isn't possible. Uh, I spoke to another client who said that they're looking to buy an asset and uh, they couldn't get the mortgage on that asset because the mortgage company felt the value was too high, even though it was in line with the purchase, uh, real estate purchases over the last 16 months in that neighborhood, they just still felt it was way too high and weren't comfortable issuing a mortgage. So I also think tech and consumer stocks are a good bet. Um, and also, you know, for some more conservative investor tips, treasury inflation protected securities, which basically do well on rising interest rates, um, not as uh, potentially uh, well as if you own you know, consumer stocks or tech stocks, which should perform well in a time of inflation. But it is since it is a bond type uh, investment vehicle, you should have more um, security and more protection. So um, I think we all got to wake up. We've all been talking inflation for 12, 15 months since COVID, but it's here. There's no question. Not sure why the Fed isn't raising rates. Um, I'm, I'm not sure. I think maybe they're still worried that we're you know stuck in this COVID circus and we're in this spinning wheel. Uh, but I think people are moving on from COVID. More and more Americans are getting vaccinated, which is wonderful. Um, U.S. is opening their borders in November to essentially anyone that's vaccinated across the world could come into the country. So I think we're learning to live with COVID. Uh, businesses are, are adapting. And um, I think they're going to have to raise rates much quicker uh, than they anticipated. And there seems to be a pause in their actions. And the fact is, we see it. And the government's aware of it. We see it in the Social Security benefit number. People are, have hard time hiring people. They're having to spend more for labor and their supply um, bottlenecks, which is causing increase in prices along with shortage in labor. And that's triggering inflation, add low interest rates. Um, we're, we're in for a, um, a cycle of inflation. Not to say that it's going to um, go unchecked, but what I've done, and I feel pretty good about it, is, is I've allocated more and more of my assets to real estate. I have cash flow coming in. I have flexibility. I can raise rents next year if I have to. Um, and I have a hard asset. So that gives me comfort, even if the US dollar is worth less than, than it is because of inflation, because we've printed so much money over the last 12 months. I got something that people uh, will always want to use. People need to live somewhere. Um, even if I have to lower my rent or take in something, it is cash flow. And hopefully my asset will appreciate. Um, even though I did buy it you know, during COVID, which probably you know, from an asset valuation standpoint, wasn't at its low, uh, wasn't at its peak either, but I wouldn't say it was a bargain at the time I purchased these two assets. But now it actually looks like a bargain because over the last 12, 14 months, that asset's probably appreciated 30%. Um, plus, I'm getting the, the cash flow from my investment. So um, that's what I'm doing. Again, I'm not giving anyone investment advice. I'm just pointing out the hard facts that, hey, inflation's here. Um, people are going to be raising their prices. 
you're going to have to pay more for labor. You're going to pay more for basic utilities, for basic essentials. And um, until the Fed wakes up and raises interest rates, the spiral of inflation will keep rising. So even when if the Fed um, raises rates and, and kind of um, tapers their purchases of treasuries, uh, it's going to take some time to keep, get and keep the inflation in check. And this doesn't even to this doesn't even account for the potential two or three trillion dollars of more money coming into the economy through infrastructure and other social programs like child tax credits and um, other um, social benefit programs that are going to put more money into people's pocket and uh, create more buying power for, for all of us. So um, it's not, I don't want to, this to be a kind of a Halloween horror story, but um, you should prepare yourself. Inflation is, is okay if, if it's moderate. Uh, superinflation obviously isn't good, um, but people made lots of money in the 80s when interest rates were 16 or 18%. So doesn't mean that if interest rates go up, we all can't um, generate good returns for our investments and our retirement accounts just means we need to be in the right assets and we need to protect ourselves. So that's what I've done. I've seen more and more of my clients get into real estate, get into rental properties. And the idea again is, is the same idea I've taken from my clients. And I've learned a lot from my clients because you know what? I get to see the valuation increases of my clients' accounts. And I always kind of talk to the people um, that I find do really well. And I get to chat with a lot of very interesting people. And it seems the people that have owned rental real estate have had the most steady returns over the last 10 years. Their assets have appreciated. They have nice cash flow into their retirement accounts, which goes tax deferred or tax-free in a Roth. And they have the flexibility to uh, readjust their, their rent based off you know, market factors. So that's super appealing to me. It's what I've done. I sleep well at night. It's, it's something that I think more and more people are doing. And again, I still have exposure to the uh, equity markets. I still have a lot of high tech stocks. I still have a lot of exposure to cryptos. I feel good about it, but I do believe in a period of inflation. Uh, I feel better being in real estate than I do in gold or cryptos um, for, for the reasons I mentioned. So there you go. Um, that's today's Adam Talks. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I'll probably do an update on the tax bill next week. I wanted to wait towards the end of October when we had a little bit more clarity and some, some more developments, depending on where the infrastructure and the reconciliation bill is uh, towards the end of the month. That's what Speaker Pelosi said is, is kind of the time period where they, they want to try to have both those bills uh, lined up. So I was waiting towards the end of the month to do that. And, and that's probably what I'll do next uh Adam talk. So, so definitely check it out. I think it's going to be uh, highly interesting. Uh, I hope so. I plan on doing a lot of uh, research and a lot of uh, reporting on that and speaking to uh, as many contacts um, as I can from the inside to get some gauge as to, to where those bills are heading, especially as it applies to self-directed retirement accounts. But otherwise, um, don't get spooked on this inflation. Uh, inflation can be good. That means assets are rising in value. Uh, we just need to make sure we're in uh, the right assets. Holding cash, not good. You want to get out of cash, get into the right securities, get into the right assets and, and protect yourselves from what we all know is here. And we know it because even the Social Security Administration has woken up to say 
yeah, we got you. We know prices are more expensive. We know if you're on a tight budget, like a senior, most a lot of seniors are, you're not going to be able to survive. And 5.9% um, increase, as I said, largest in, in 40 years. That's monstrous. You know where we were 40 years ago? We were in hyperinflation in the late 70s. So it's scary stuff. Uh, I don't know if we'll get there, but I'm protecting myself uh, in the case we are. So that's today's episode. Appreciate guys listening. Subscribe if you haven't already. Check out our YouTube channel. We drop five videos a week on various self-directed tax and investment uh, subjects. Also, you can watch these podcasts if, you, if you'd rather watch than listen through your phone. Uh, whatever works for you, you can check them out. And you get all types of notifications. I am starting to do a YouTube Live every Wednesday, 12 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And um, check it out. You'll get notifications when I go live. There's generally, I've done the last couple, I've done on the tax bill's impact on, for example, real estate investors. I did an update on the tax bill, um, doing doing that. Um, and then we'll see what, what, what I end up doing in the future. Um, it's pretty uh, flexible time period for me. Uh, I get to have some fun with it. It's generally between 30 minutes and 45 minutes. Ask, I, get answered a lot of, I can answer a lot of questions. You can interact with me um, and ask me almost anything. If I know the answer, I'll tell it to you. If I don't, I'll research it and then I'll tell it to you. And um, it's a lot of fun and uh, I, I hope you guys check it out. So there you go. Um, stay safe. Have a great week and talk to everyone again uh, next week.